This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. And here we are. Hi, Rubin. Hey, how you doing, Suzanne? Doing very well. Um, having a very, uh, very interesting thing kind of came to mind this morning, and I wanted <laughs> to ask you about it. You've written a lot about video, hmm. uh, I think like 10 books or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I've written a lot just of books. Just a little, just a few books. But, that, was, um, that was my past. <laughs> yeah. But do you still shoot video? And if so, if, if, if not, why not? Um, yeah, and we touched on this uh, a couple episodes ago, but I would say that the problem for me is that um, this camera, the device that's between me and the world... I, I, we've already established that I'm hiding behind my camera and that a, a lot of, <laughs> actually, you know, a lot of people who take pictures who are attracted to photography, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, this is a desire to maybe not always participate in everything. It, it takes you out of what you're doing and you are now an observer of what's mm-hmm. going on. The invisibility cloak. It is. It, it, it happens. You pull the camera out and you disappear. And like, I don't always want to be on stage it's nice to end and i'm feeling socially awkward the camera lets me sort of vaporize mm-hmm. right um but there's something to be said for actively experiencing your life and not just <laughs> watching it happen <laughs> and um when you take a picture with a still camera you are leaving the world for a fraction of a second mm-hmm. okay you pull the camera up you take a picture you put it away um my whole idea about synecdoche is this thing that you and you don't need to shoot a lot Mm -hmm. you know take it on a 10-day vacation you might have a day where you take pictures and that's fine you don't need to cover it you're not a journalist covering your vacation and so when I pull the camera out for a few moments I take pictures and each picture is a fraction of a section a second and it's pretty surreal there's no audio associated with it and so it is um it's invasive when you pull a camera out and you stick it in people's faces and you put it in the world, but a still camera is less invasive than video. So for two kind of social reasons, I have this weird feeling about the video, even though I love shooting video and I love Mm -hmm. making videos. One is that you're behind the camera a lot more if you're Mm. shooting video because you have to sit there and hold it. it, (laughs) And as I would tell you in in my video books, you got to hold still, like Mm -hmm. let things happen. Just because it's moving pictures doesn't mean you're moving. Let the world move, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's from something. Um, So if I'm trying to shoot a video and tell a story in sort of a traditional documentary kind of way I might shoot for a couple seconds or 10 seconds standing here and then I might move over there and shoot from the side and mm-hmm. get some other coverage that is an that is a process it's a real process and it really takes you out of where you are I, I talked about the volcano shooting mm-hmm. the volcano I mean if it was just one snapshot of the volcano you take a snapshot of the volcano mm-hmm. but if you're shooting video you're hanging behind the camera and I and I have that sort of weird problem with that. Yeah. Okay. And 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 then the and the other part is 
when you're shooting video, you're recording audio as part of it. We, th we say the word video, but it's mm -hmm. audio and video being recorded. And there's something so much more invasive about an audio recording than a video recording. You know, and so when I take video, if I pull a camera out and we're sitting around and I just snap a picture, mm -hmm. everyone sort of looks up they, and then they look away. If I pull out a camcorder mm -hmm. or something like that and I'm holding it and it's recording, everyone's going to freak out. Like it, is, that, it is nerve wracking, actually. Yeah. Where um, you think you can be totally comfortable and then all of a sudden someone puts a camera on you and you're like, and I forgot English. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, does, what do I do with my hands? What do I do, I, with, what my do, I do with my hands? Uh, I'm just going to hold them. <laughs> I'm going to hold them here. So and so when you're taking a, it, as invasive as we've said for a, a camera is, mm -hmm. video is more. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's really ratcheted up. So for those reasons, I kind of steer away from video. And then there's the third kind of ancillary thing, which is the post-production part. Um, video, if you're going to make something out of video, it's a craft project. You know, yeah. I'm going to cut up pieces of the video and put them together. In a real story. In, you need to just, edit it. Yeah, I'm going to edit it into a little thing. And yes, tools make it easy. Or we could go full on you know, Snapchat and not mm -hmm. care about, I'm not editing something. It's just a right. clip. It's just moving video for top five seconds. Yeah. That's fine too. You're sharing a moment, but there's more of a story behind it. That's like a directed story. Cause you're like, this is what I am showing you. Not I'm sending you an image. What do you see in this? Or what do you? Yeah. I, I just get it. I don't want to spend a lot of time in post-production these days. Mm. And if I'm going to actually make a video, it's going to take work. And so it's not only the invasive, weird nature of the shooting and the capturing, mm -hmm. but now there's more work in the post-production. And again, you can skip all of that and just take a clip, mm -hmm. five seconds, 10 seconds, whatever the thing is, and then just post it. But to me, that's that same kind of lack of discipline of being able to pick one frame. Like you're gonna now tie up all this time for the viewer. Like how many people are gonna watch that video fully and appreciate it? Well, we talked about this. This is my issue with, I actually love video art. I mean, like when you go to a museum and you get to you kind of see these stories that are, are crafted, but I have to be in the mood for it. It's like jean shopping. Like I can't just go and be like, I'm gonna go try on jeans. Like, no, <laughs> I need I need to be emotionally prepared for that how day. Do you, how do you psych up for that? I mean, it's tough. <laughs> Lots calisthenics. I see. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure, uh, but I, I think for yeah, when you go to see like if I if I'm going to SF MoMA or something like that, um, it's hard like to be like okay now I'm really ready I want to invest because you are kind of captive to to see that that whole story for you that are. finite amount of time that's been prescribed by the the artist or the um, the the auteur. Mm -hmm. um, whereas a photo, uh, you can kind of you can, as you look at it, you are deciding the the story that you're seeing in it, and you're not as you're not you're not captive to someone else's prescribed length of time. I totally agree. I think that it's it video is almost a, a a push system. It's being forced on you, and mm -hmm. and the photograph is more of a pull system. You you breathe it in. You take it in until you're satisfied when it's mm -hmm. a when it's a print sitting yeah. there in front of you, and the video. It, the way you consume it is completely differently. Yeah, I, I think in our in our last episode we were talking about sort of the way the visual system works and edge detectors and things like that. Yeah, one of the things and and you touched on this about like our our ancient roots, the visual system in the old days when we were animals, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know more more animal like <laughs> things 
in the real world don't move much mm-hmm. it, out in the universe, out around you. You're out in the Serengeti. If something moves, you need to know. It's Absolutely. probably a, pan, a cheetah coming to kill you, mm-hmm. right? So our brain is highly tuned to m- motion. If something moves, even way out in our periphery, yeah. our brain is being sent a signal to pay attention to this thing. And I, honestly, I think it's one of one of the reasons why we like looking at f- like fire and uh, waves and oceans like this constant motion attracts us like we can't look away from it yeah and there's something when something is always in motion it's not like there's something happening in the fire why are we staring at the fire Mm -hmm. but it's just this it your visual system is is making you stare at it yeah and uh and so i always felt that um when people would talk about the dangers of video Mm -hmm. and television on children Mm. there they tend to be talking about the content Oh, my children are watching these cartoons all day, or the or these sitcoms, or the, the conversation is about content. Mm-hmm. And while I have an issue with maybe with TV content, mm-hmm. my real problem with it is that it's narcotic. You have a device that is updating the image thirty times a second. Yeah, you cannot look away. I think that it's a physiological problem. We can't take our eyes off of this thing. It's always in motion. You never know what's going to happen. It might do something that I need to. Exactly. <laughs> That's really interesting. That may that totally makes sense because where you're just like what like evolutionarily like something could come and attack me, and so I need to keep watching this moving image. I know, and uh, and I think that the content then is being forced in. It's like we stuck a needle in our arm, and the content's pouring in. Yeah. But the television's the needle. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that's pouring it in to our 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 visual system, which does not know how to separate we can't turn this off right and we talked about what happens if you're in a gallery where all the pictures are moving where it's live live photos yeah you know where they're moving a little bit your eye is gonna keep staring at that thing you can't kind of look away from it and um that's a problem yeah. that's a problem for it's me like Times square the Times square oh yeah you're exhausted <laughs> i think it would be exhausting to yeah. be in a room full of these moving things and again while i thought that there's a a ton of information in the moving little snippet. Mm-hmm. I think that it is um, problematic. Like I think that it's it's weak on the photographer's sense because you can capture most of that in a still image. You don't necessarily need the motion to communicate that it's a moving, beautiful, windy, whatever. That's mm-hmm. it's just you've lowered the bar to ha- being able to to communicate that but in doing so you've made this thing that has to be looked at in technology it's it's this sort of weird narcotic little thing that keeps your attention there for a second it's a it's a push system they're making you look at it and i like the still do you feel live videos um are different do you feel differently about them than like a full video yeah it's just to me it's a uh little visual toy Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the old, there's lots of cool little visual toys, zoetropes and yeah. lots of things that do cool, fun, whimsical image stuff, like mm-hmm. optical illusions in general. They're fun mm-hmm. to a point. You can't look at them all day. It's fatiguing yeah. and it's hard on your brain and your eye, I think. Uh, so I think that they are fun, mm-hmm. but I don't. I think you get tired of them and there'll be fads of different things that are kind of interesting for a while. You can only watch so many boomerangs in a row. It just, but photographs, I don't get that. 
I, I can flip through books of photographs all day and I get to decide how much I'm moving through them and how much I invest visually in them. And, and the photographer has done that work to try to take, remember we were talking about voxels, these, yeah. these volumes of stuff, but ultimately it gets in an image, it's compressed down, whether it's 40 seconds or one second or a fraction of a second, it's all turned into a still yeah. image on a piece of paper and I can then consume that and it th that flattening of this data is part of the art of photography. You know, you know what it made me think of that mm. voxel conversation was almost like an old-fashioned uh, slide reel and then you get to decide how many of those slides if you were to take a chunk out of that how many um, you get how many you're picking so you know like a, a slideshow the oh, circular like a carousel yes uh, like, a carousel thank oh, you I didn't think you were old enough to <laughs> know what a carousel <laughs> of slides was clearly I may not be as well tuned as I couldn't remember the word for it at but the museum you saw yeah. a carousel <laughs> not true not true <laughs> um, but I but it made me think of almost like taking a chunk of those slides and that's kind of like your voxel but as a photographer you get to pick which one of those and maybe there is that extra piece which is whether a boomerang or a live photo they can be kind of like a an accent like oh this is this is just an exciting moment but if you really want something timeless what is that single slide that you're taking out i i think again we, we've talked about the, the umbrella of what is photography is large mm -hmm. anything that is done with a camera that's about light uh, is probably going to fall into that but think how different it is to set up a studio shoot of this person to have a war correspondent out in the field to have uh, a, a, a monkey holding a camera in the jungle, snap a pit. Like all yeah. of these things are very different and, and a, a conceptual piece of artwork that needs to be explained to you versus like a beautiful, like all of these fall into photography, but I personally don't have an interest in a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And I, I like when it's just the, the, uh, the haiku aspect of like, I'm going to, it's so easy to take pictures. I'm going to pick some constraints to work from. <laughs> and the moving, you know, oh, here, uh, another digression. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm like, stand by, stand by. I, I had a whole cup of tea this morning. And, and, like I'm feeling really, you know, um, hunters. I'm not a hunter. Mm -hmm. And people go hunting. Sometimes they need food and they go and they kill for food. And other people hunt for sport. Mm -hmm. And they both have guns or whatever. They have their weapons and mm -hmm. they go out and they kill animals. And that's hunting. And we forgive them if it's their if they need food at some level, and we are kind of are snide. We don't like it when they're doing it for fun because mm -hmm. it seems cruel and mean. But th even among hunters, there's a sense of well, I wouldn't use a submachine gun to go out and hunt deer. That sort of takes the sport out of it. Mm. And some people, I'll use a rifle, like mm -hmm. uh, where I have to like do one bullet at a time and have right. to aim. Or some people will hunt with bows and arrows because right. they think it's a better challenge. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. In photography, I personally don't use um, burst modes. Like to me, that's a submachine gun. Like the fun of photography is, can I catch this moment? Not, yeah. and if I shoot a lot of video or a burst mode of some kind where it shoots a ton, mm -hmm. and then I can go pick out that instant that where it was just perfect. Yeah, that's okay. That's great. My pictures are, are totally going to be better for that. Yeah, but that's the submachine gun on the deer. Like, okay, that's not that satisfying for me or maybe it's just that it's like the the training i think what i liked about what something you were saying earlier it's almost like this the idea of taking regular photos or photography is kind of um 
it's a habit, it's a practice, it's almost like a muscle, you know, you have to use it, otherwise it'll atrophy. So maybe for people that are just starting out, it's, a, you know, it's okay, because it's, it's sort of like a training tool for you, because then you're learning to see and learning to see differently. You're nodding, shaking your head in no, this sort no, of like you're, figure you're eight right. sort of way. <laughs> you're right. I, I don't want to be dogmatic about it, just because I don't use it. It yeah. is a really good way to start out. But you're more of an elite, I would say, uh, a, a elite athlete is in this, a polite in this way to say snob <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> I'm like, just saying you're more trained I'm I mean, more trained you, you've definitely... more trained and it's you know it's fun like yeah. that's a, a, another one of those little fun things can I catch this thing yeah and the burst modes and the live video stuff yeah. is maybe a, a, an on-ramp to get you into photography but I would also say once you're starting to feel comfortable with that start backing off see if you can do it it's right. a gateway tool it's a gateway drug <laughs> It's the key. <laughs> All right. On that, that was really cool. Uh, I think we're done. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Suzanne, it's great to have you here. Thank you. Um, our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Uh, for more information, photos, and show notes, go to www.neomodern.com slash podcast. And we really appreciate it if you leave reviews and ratings on iTunes or whatever service you use. Uh, it's really helpful for us. And thanks to jazz great Mitchell Foreman for our incredible theme music. We appreciate your attention and hope we've given you some things to work on and maybe think about. So until next time. Bye.